Greetings, adventure. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. I'm Shiloh. And I'm Gabriel, and this week is our class rebuild for the Druid. Hey, you guys, welcome to our fourth uh, class rebuild. These have been a lot of fun. If you haven't listened to the other ones already, you can check them out uh, in the podcast. Gabe, go ahead. All right. Before we get into it, as always, check us out on Instagram at D20 underscore Academy. We want more followers because we want to feel happy and fulfilled by them. (laughs) Secondly, we have a Discord channel where you can message us and ask us questions, give us suggestions, anything you would like to say and ask. It's the perfect place and to do it. Also, get the uh, the, the document uh, to follow along in this class rebuild. Yes. Uh, basically, oh, sorry, I didn't talk about it, but we re- we're like rebuilding the Druid class. We're doing it how we want to build it, and if you want to follow along, you can find the document on our Discord. All right. And to get into our Discord, just message us on Instagram at which is again at d20 underscore academy or we have a post up on our instagram where you can comment beneath it if you prefer that way and we'll send you an invite all right yeah now, and, Shiloh uh, hey guys i i just uh i, I launched uh, a new thing i talked about it last week but uh i just launched a free video um at d20 academy.com that uh is like over 20 minutes it takes you through the process of building a campaign and if you sign up for that video, you can also gain access, uh, well, to, <laughs> you still have to buy it, but I have a course also, a really cool course I've spent a lot of work on, um, that is like a full in-depth thing that takes your hand, um, all the way through the process of building a campaign. Um, it's been a lot of fun building it and working on it, I've been talking about it for ages and it's finally out, so you can go ahead and check that out at d20academy.com. Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, uh, it's another class rebuild. It is. I feel like it's been a long time since we did one, probably because it has been. <laughs> probably, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, um, this yes. one is, uh, okay, so we're going to do this one a little differently. Typically, we basically build most of the class go over it with you guys, and then do some last-minute brainstorming uh, live with you guys. But for this one, we had sat down, as we always do, and we're like, let's figure out what we want to build. Uh, let's figure out like, what things we want to focus on and like the main, the main major things that we want to add and stuff. And this conversation was going so well that we were like, let's just record this whole, this part. Let's record all of it. So we don't actually really have a lot of the class built yet. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. By the way, the class spotlight on the druid was episode 21. <laughs> what episode is this? Like, It's been over... Uh, this is 66, I want to say. Goodness. It has been over a year. That was posted uh, September 17th, and it's October 26th. Wow. It's September tw- 17th of tw- 2019. So, we haven't talked about a druid in a long while. Rightfully so, because the class sucks. 
All right. We just just kidding. This is not the the druid class rebuild. It's the druid class roast. <laughs> oh. You should have left that one in the. We drafts. take all your all favorite right. classes and just roast. Sorry. All right. I want to apologize for my partner's jokes. It's <laughs> he's working on them. All right. So, what are we what are we talking about before we realize we should start recording? Yeah, a lot of things. Okay, so there's this really cool uh, homebrew someone made. The user on Reddit is S W E C K Y. I don't know, Swecky or something. But it's called the Alpha Druid, and they made it. It's like it's kind of like a Druid rebuild of their own. Yeah, um, but Alpha. It's really cool. We both really like it, and we both recommend checking it out. Yeah, Essentially, I'll post a link yeah, in the Discord for it. Can I, can I describe what it is real quick? Alright, the Alpha Druid is a redesign of the base Druid class, focusing on... Well, drastically expanding the subclasses, and the essentially the domain of nature in the, in the Druid class, of what nature pertains to, and what Druids can interact with. So they have several new circles, which are all really interesting and have their own mechanics that change how you play them. They have a very interesting several, I think uh, animal companion builder. A, yeah. <laughs> several new subclasses, but it's an understatement. It's a, there's like, and not new, actually. They're all, well, yeah, they are all new. They're, they don't have Circle of Moon or Land. Um, yeah. There's like 12 or something crazy. Yeah, there's 12 <laughs> subclasses. It's <laughs> like a... How long is it? 45 pages long? Yeah. Uh, mostly also because, as he said, uh, well, a lot of the pages at the end are, like, updates and, like, appendices and stuff. Yes. But uh, there's, like, a whole, like, animal companion builder, which is really cool. I haven't totally looked at all of it, but... Yeah, it's, it seems really cool. I take a glance at it. Because also they have a subclass about having an animal companion, which I think is, of course, something that a druid should have. Like, a druid yep. class should have, like, a subclass or something pertaining to animal companions. I think that makes sense. And the companion builder and the, the rules that they have for it, I think, from what I can gather, allows the animal companion to actually be useful uh, outside <laughs> of roleplay and the occasional scouting. Now, that may come as a surprise to some of you 5th edition players, but an mm. animal companion can be useful <laughs> maybe with this though uh yeah i haven't totally looked at it basically though this alpha druid very bare naked base class really not a lot they removed wild shape they like gave them an extra can trip and that's about it yeah <laughs> they, they changed, added like, like a sixth level ability or like yeah, whatever just a community really to poison i think yeah, <laughs> it's uh. I mean, even the player's handbook drew it is pretty naked. The base class, at least. Yeah, I think but, this uh, is actually they made it even yeah. more naked by taking away wild shape. Um, but it's really in the in the twelve subclass <laughs> that uh, is kind of the newer wait. Yeah, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, that uh, the stuff really shines. There's all kinds. There's like growth, and one about memory, and then one about like constellations and then one about war whatever uh, wrath i think wrath yeah 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 but, but it's about Nature's like wrath, battle it? isn't that like a it's like thing? it's like 
whatever. Anyway, that's an Alpha Druid. That was pretty cool. So we're kind of looking at that because, like, that to me is like kind of like a better. It's kind of an upgrade from the player's handbook and its variety and stuff. Yes. Um, and so we're like, like, this is cool, and like, what do we like about it? But like, what do we kind of want to make? And so we kind of wanted to go back to the barbarian class rebuild, which I think was really cool, um, because we like added some like pretty unique and like fresh like core class features that really changed like that really made it unique and kind of made the it into a fit into a niche with the critical injury table and um the way that the stages of rage and stuff like that um i felt like those base class abilities really made the the barbarian unique and and cool <laughs> um <laughs> So we kind of want to do the same thing with the Druid. Give it a really cool base class feature that can also, the subclasses can also work off of and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it's something we've done with all of the class rebuilds so far. Uh, the, the Cleric was, uh, Cleric we mostly focused on subclasses. We kind of changed yeah. divinity and stuff, but. Alright, so, also, yeah. as always, when you're dealing with a spellcasting class, uh, it can be a little bit harder to make abilities and features for it because they have access to a lot of spells. And spells are yeah. essentially limited-use abilities. So, Yeah, I'm sick of spellcasters. I can't wait till next month when we do the fighter. That's one of the ones I've been most excited for, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Druid, I love the Druid. If you have listened to my class spotlight on it, I love the Druid a lot. <laughs> that's just, that's just my vibe. I like it. It's Bard, number one class for me. Second is maybe, like, Rogue or Druid or something like that. I really like the Druid. I really like Wild Shape. I really like nature. <laughs> what? Nature. Um, I really like nature. So... Let's try to figure out what this all in like this kind of uh, base and this new kind of base feature is. That's kind of what we've been talking about before. We're like, we should probably be recording this. <laughs> um, so the one I suggested um, is some kind of like feature that allows you to attune to different things. Whether this is you to attune as an action or like every rest or whatever it is, you attune to a different aspect of nature. Don't, once again, this is just an idea. This is not totally fleshed out yet. But it would be something like if you you can tune to, like, animals or plants or mountain or whatever the heck it is. And that, like, gives you a different ability while you're attuned to it. And then, based on your subclass, you gain access to more, uh, like, whatever these are called. Things to attune to. <laughs> so, like, maybe in the elemental subclass, you can also, you now can also attune to fire, water, earth, or air. Or, like, in the Circle of the Land, uh, you, you have the option to attune to the biome you're in. So, I like how Circle of the Land has, like, Arctic and Grassland and stuff like that. Maybe depending on what biome you're fighting in or whatever it, you're, you're in right now, you can actually attune to that... Uh, that... I don't have a name for this yet, but that attunement thing. <laughs> attune to that attunement thing. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a noun for it yet. That, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Whatever it is. 
aspect. Um, uh, that aspect, sure. Archetype or whatever. Um, just something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with coming yeah. with, with nouns for things like this is that you don't want to, like, infringe on, like, the nouns that other classes use. Yeah. And they... Uh, oh, there's so many. You know? We've got... Uh, paths, colleges, uh... Circles. Mm -hmm. Domains. Domains. Archetypes. archetypes uh, Bloodline. Schools. <laughs> schools. Yeah. Why couldn't they just call them subclasses? <laughs> Would've been so much easier. Yeah, but no, that is true, though. You have to be really careful <laughs> with naming things. <clears throat> Anywho, that was kind of my uh, my idea. I was explaining to Gabe that, like, when I think of, like, druid, a tune is just, like, a word that comes out to me. Like, I, I picture, like, dudes with, like, wearing, like, antler headdresses, like, in a stone circle with this bowl that's smoking, and they're, like, sniffing in and getting high on nature and feeling nature and hearing and listening to how the trees are feeling. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. And I do agree. Ooh! Ooh? Okay, also, minor thing. We don't, this does not need to be a big thing. But I think also giving the druids some kind of medicinal kind of capabilities, whether it's just like proficiency in those kits or something. But also druids and shamans are typically also attached to like medicine mm -hmm. and potions and stuff well, like that. Don't they have that. some healing spells? Yeah, they have healing yeah. spells. But I mean, outside of spells, like... I feel like that, like, in, in, on Earth, that's what Druid and Shaman and stuff like that is, like, attributed to. Is, you know, using plants to make concoctions and stuff like that. Wait, wait, Hear me out, hear me out. You know yeah. how, I think when we started making these class rebuilds, we talked about wanting to add more crowd control into the game. Yes. In different ways. So, I, I figure, well, like, Zombo. we're adding it more into the classes <laughs> yeah also makes sense if like the animals have it in some sort of way or like the my animals uh like enemies have it you know sure so what if uh like the druid got like some sort of like cleanse ability you know like, like like a shaman like coming up with something to counteract a curse that was put on someone or to right or to curse people. Or to curse people. That's also yes. that's also a druidic kind of warlock kind of deal. Well, a warlock is actually a D&D class. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> now it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. To counteract... Wait, did you hear what I said? What, about the well, you were warlock? Maldam I said Maldamba. Oh, Maldamba. <laughs> okay, hear me out. I really like the concept of like throwing a potion and it ex like you know like an AOE splash potion and it explodes into like this field of like green bubbly stuff 
and enemies didn't get hurt, but allies didn't get healed. That's Isn't just Isn't that cool. just Pip? Anyway. That's just... No, that's, uh, that's Maldamba's thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter, guys. Well, okay, we're not going to explain like what a... we're talking about because it's we're too... It's a gourd. Uh, ashamed. We're too ashamed. Yeah, the gourd. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> the nervous like, laughter there. <laughs> what, I'm, what, I, what I'm saying is, we could also kind of go back to like classical druid roots in like, you know, more natural, you know, like concoctions and plants and like potions and medicine mm-hmm. and like getting high on certain plants and then you can like see into the spirit realm and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. That's that's cool druid stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm looking up. What if we go looking at druids more in, like, that, in history? Yeah. What if we go more that route than like magic, high fantasy? You know what I mean? I'm actually really liking this. I don't know how you feel right now, but I'm actually like this is actually really cool. <laughs> we don't haven't developed anything mechanically <laughs> yet, but I mean like. Focusing more on that, I think that would really differentiate it too from the other classes, the spellcasting classes. Hmm. Oh my goodness, I was so put off for a second. I've been listening to like instrumental music quietly in the background, and yeah, the Jurassic Park theme just came on. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Wait, my mind what just got pulled out of it. I'm listening to the Harry Potter soundtrack. What are you listening to? Uh, the playlist is called Classical Essentials. It's 18 hours long, so I love it. That's awesome. Just like movie soundtrack essentials? Movies, everything. Well, it's 18 hours long. They've oh. got room for a lot of things. Crap, I forgot. Okay, this also kind of feeds into this as well. Right before we were recording, I was like, hey, Gabe, maybe this isn't for Druid or whatever. Can we... But maybe this is for another future class or whatever. But... A feature or whatever based on your focus, as in your spellcasting focus. So, like, not necessarily, like, staff, orb, or wand, but, like, that, that, too. But, like, I feel like druids, like, the material, whether it's, like, yew or ash wood, or whatever kind of, like, wood is used to make, like, their staff, or oak, or whatever, Mm -hmm. mistletoe. Like, like that, the, the material or, like, whatever of their focus can also affect stuff. That's also really cool. That is pretty cool. Alright. Before we get okay. too far in too many <laughs> tangents, I think we need to figure out what we want to do with this. Yeah. Because I a, really like your idea of th- taking it into more of like a shaman route, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or back to like traditional like druidic things instead of just yeah. like spell casting. Okay, but we need to like define it, what that means for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is this too dangerous? Is this heretical for me to suggest this idea? And I don't know how crazy we are, how much time we have. (laughs) Is... Do you think this is actually kind of to the point of removing spellcasting? I'm going to say something perhaps even more... Well, it's more of a slight to you than to anyone else. What sure. if we give it some sort of... And eh, it's, it's not the same, but it's kind of like packed magic. Hear okay. me out, hear me out, hear me out. 
<laughs> take it away from just like I don't like a... pack. I don't like I don't like pack magic. No, I know you, know I I you don't like pack magic. magic. I know, and you have valid reasons. But yeah. I think some spellcasting feature should stay. Some ability to cast spells. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I was gonna say like with the subclass form. maybe, but yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. But perhaps if you want to like change it from just spells. We just limit the amount of spells and whatever in some sort of way, kind of like pack magic does. Am I starting to make a little bit of sense? Yes. I hear you out. If we give them enough other stuff... Yes. <laughs> so that pack magic is still... Because, like, Warlock does not have enough other stuff, or at least <laughs> other stuff that is good enough, to balance out the fact that they have packed magic. But I completely hear you. Yes. Yes. I am down with this. Alright. <laughs> We're gonna be here for three hours, <laughs> but I'm down with it. <laughs> you know, with the way that things were going, I was thinking like, oh, we just like get through this quickly and we change a couple things and maybe we can work on like the yeah. fighter a little bit and you know, come up with some ideas. I really am excited for that. But now we've got a lot yeah. of things set out in front of us. Yeah, but I am totally down. I'm really excited okay. right now, actually. Also I was not excited at all. <laughs> I'm okay, that's a lie. But like you know, like the druid, I was like, oh, well, how much can we really change? <laughs> now it's like, how about the whole class? Okay. <laughs> also, I think we uh, also lean into, like, prophecy, you know? I think that's a typical, like, druidic thing, you know? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Here's, yeah, okay, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Right now, my mind is going to a million different subclasses. Like an animal companion subclass. And a spirit walker subclass, and a subclass focused on, like, the material of your focus or whatever. Mm -hmm. A lot of this stuff we're going to have to build into the base class. But I do think there should be, like, an oracle subclass. Yeah. Who sees the future, goes on trips into the sp and sees the spirit realm. But once again, I want to ground it not so much in magic, but in, like, plants. And, like, literally, like... Getting, like, high, you know, like how they do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is, I know this is kind of weird, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, brewing, like, like brewing potions or whatever to, like, make them see things, to be able to see the future, to go on, you know, astral project and stuff like that. Hmm. So I think that okay. definitely should be, that's definitely a cool subclass idea, is, like, a spirit, oracle-ish... Um, kind of, kind of deal, you know? Alright, yeah, okay, okay. I, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I'm reading okay, through the okay, like, okay, Wikipedia okay. page for druids, and it's, like, very long. Yeah. I mean, they've been attributed to a lot of different things, and so we can't do everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what I think we should build into the base class. Like, a, a medicine, almost alchemist kind of thing. I'm not saying an alchemist class, but kind of an alchemist medicine deal, okay? Okay, okay. I'm here for I, that. I'm not talking complete, like, alchemist, fire, splash, potions. Probably more in the sense of, like, concoctions and drafts that don't, you know, like, like you're not, like, just, like, throw and lob in potions in battle. Like, not like that kind of deal, probably. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
Um, also, that is more of like a support class kind of deal as well, like giving people these potions you make during rest, and then they can drink them before battles to gain bonuses to whatever. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, also, terrain type, kind of circle of the landish. I really like that. We could also attach it to this medicinal kind of deal. Like, depending on what region you're in, when you take a long rest, for example. Okay, so just hear me out real quick. Let's say we have this alchemy class feature. Okay. Um, at, uh, uh, let's say every long rest, uh, when they first get this feature, you can make two potions every long rest. Okay, let's just say. And, um, but the materials, we're not going to get into, like, you're collecting, like, materials and stuff like Witcher. Like, heck no. This is still 5th edition. <laughs> Um, but, like, during the long rest, the like, narratively, your character goes out and collects materials to brew these potions. So, depending on what, on what biome you're in, that dictates what materials you have access to. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying we list materials. We say, like, if you're in the mountains, the potions you can make are this, this, and this. Because those are narratively the materials that your character can find. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yes, it does. And then, you know, in urban, it's like, nah. <laughs> I guess you just have to nah. spend money to get the potion. Because you can get, I guess in, in an urban environment, you can choose any potion, but, like, you have to spend money to, like, buy the materials or whatever. Um, does that kind of make sense? I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of makes sense. And uh, also... Uh, is a more logical reason for how these potions or whatever can't last forever. It's because, like, they're, you know, they're just, like, natural ingredients. You know, like, some, like, sub, uh, some of the classes have, like, yeah. you know, yeah. all this limited resource, but it only, like, it lasts for, like, this long. Why? Because, I don't know, it's magic, but it's still, you know, right. lasts this long. But this is, like, you know, you're... But making something yeah. out of like the physical yeah. ingredients this is like have. this is not this is not magical this is literal like <laughs> ingredient i mean some of the ingredients are like kind of magical because sure, like, you're sure, in a magical sure. world but yeah i see what you're saying it actually makes sense because that's how it works <laughs> <laughs> okay i like this i like this i would like to point your to talking about the kind of like the focuses as i was saying mm-hmm I'd like to point your attention to the Genesis rulebook. Now, we haven't really talked about this on the podcast. We love the Genesis magic system. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's, like, so cool. I feel like it could get a little boring after a while, but it is so cool. If you haven't checked it out, check out the Genesis magic system. It's so cool. But... At the end of the magic section, they have, like, a little one page where they give you, like, five different magic focuses. There's, like, a, a, a yew wand, a druid circlet, a cleric symbol or something. Yeah. Uh, and like, a, an orb or whatever. Now, some of these give you bonuses to any time you deal damage. So, like, the wand, I don't, I don't actually have it pulled up right now, but, like, let's, like, the wand, for example, like, gives you, like, a plus two to any time you deal damage with a spell or whatever, right? Um, but then some also, like, do different things. So, like, the circlet, whenever you, t whenever the spell you, like, 
I don't want to go explain the whole Genesis magic system right now. <laughs> but, like, whenever you, like, basically, like, use a summoning spell, you get... You can, like, make an additional guy or whatever. And then, like, with the cleric one, whenever you affect a creature that is, like, an anathema to your, your domain or god, so, like, a classic cleric fighting an undead, essentially, then you get so-and-so-and-so. So, like... Some of these, yeah, give base bonuses to extra damage when you're dealing dealing damage with spells, but also give you, like, a really cool, like, side ability. Um, so I think something like that, Gabe. I don't even know where I want to go with this focus thing or if it even works yet, but, like, you know, depending on, like, the material and the focus. So, like, there's a couple of materials, like... Oh, commissile, toe, stuff like that. And then, like, whether it's a wand, a staff, a circlet, whatever. Um, maybe you combine those two to create your effect or whatever it is. Okay. We've got a lot of ideas floating around here. Yeah. And I've got a couple more because I've been spending some time looking okay. through Unearthed Arcana classes yeah, no, no, similar no. to this. Pour it all out. Pour it all out. We'll, we'll organize this someday. <laughs> all right. So, um, one thing. Curses. Yes. Definitely have curses. I'm looking at this Unearth Arcana class. Or not Unearth Arcana, sorry. Homebrew class that has a bunch of different like curses and like, limits on how long they last and how many you can have active at one time. That's some cool things. Like ones that like drain people of their strength or other like instead <laughs> of their health. That's just damage. <laughs> 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 that drain people of their health. Like, <laughs> taking damage. Taking damage. <laughs> no, but like making I mean, them lethargic. The, like, the on like, attack rolls and things like that. Different types yeah, yeah, of curses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all necessarily like I damage or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. I would also like to suggest, like, not. Like, also a ton of curses that are not combat related. So, like, they yes. have gaps in their memories. They're more easily charmed. They have bad luck. Yes. And do you realize? Do you realize what that means in a game that is built on dice? <laughs> that is built on luck. <laughs> okay, continue, continue. All right, like all right. Continue. Then for like a spirit warrior kind of thing, they talk about yeah. like how you can like inscribe like glyphs onto like a weapon or something. I think like oh, runes boy. and glyphs are really. This is becoming really... the most complex class. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, 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 keep going, I'm keep just going, like throwing out ideas. Like, like runes and glyphs are yeah. a thing we can use for this class. You know. No, you're right. Like, like Nordic druids were yes. very about like runes and stuff like that. Charms. Oh god. Oh god. So much stuff. Okay, continue. <laughs> continue. Uh, switch back, back over to the other one I was looking at. Where is it? Where is it here? So, okay. There's so many things. Like both of these page, both of these like documents I'm looking at are over twenty something pages. But okay. I think for a lot of things, because we don't want to lose all of the druid spells, you know? There's some really interesting yes. druid spells, and I think we can take a yes. lot of the spells and adapt them into abilities, or if we keep like some sort of spellcasting ability, we can still keep them as spells. So I think yeah, the druid yeah, has yeah, a lot yeah. of interesting spells that are unique to the druid, a lot of nature things that we can adapt easily for, like the oracle side of things which i really like the idea of i totally like that it's awesome i think this 
I think there's room to build on what fifth edition has because you kind of don't have a lot of things based around like oracle mm -hmm. type of abilities which is well, also hard because of the stuff, nature but... of the game yeah we've got like augury yeah. and the divination wizard <laughs> yeah yeah and that's oh, yeah we can lean into it. that for sure okay this is turning into a support class, which I'm totally not angry about at all, because I love support classes. Obviously, my favorite classes are Bard. Uh, this is kind of turning into, like, the ultimate support class, and I'm not actually mad about that at all. I think it actually works really well. Um, we do need to figure out how they, like, what they do in combat. I think that's pretty important, because there's a lot of cool, like, outside of combat stuff that we're talking about. A lot of support stuff we're talking about. Um, but I don't think we should completely lose the fact, like, they do, will still want to make attacks, and those attacks still have to be viable enough to take, you know what I mean? Yes. So, their spells will be much more limited, I think we should, we, I think we can keep them with, like, damage-dealing spells, that's all fine. They're gonna be way more picky with, with their spells because of, like, pack magic -y kind of thing, which I think is fine. Um... I mean, because of, like, Shalala, like, druids have always actually been pretty good at, like, weapon damage dealing or whatever. But maybe there's other ways we can make them more useful in combat and stuff. But, like, no matter what class you're playing, if you're playing D&D, you want to be dealing damage. You know what I mean? So we still need to figure that out as well. Um, but I like all of this <laughs> that we've talked about. <laughs> I like everything. All right. It seems like New a list of the of most important things. Oh, everything. Everything we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I love, I love runes. I love curses. I love the focuses. Um, I love the alchemy. Uh, obviously, yeah, I, I love the oracle guy. Uh, animal. I like... Maybe animal companion is more of a subclassy thing. Um... I like Wild Shape, but once again, we could just turn that into a potion, you know? That's true. So. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're both like editing typos. We accidentally created this <laughs> abomination of environment intent environment. <laughs> All right, we've got some good ideas here. What else is really important? this we've got like the oracle stuff the runes the curses the focus is providing different benefits based on what type or material we haven't decided which these alchemical potions that you create using ingredients yeah. based on what environment you're in i want to admit something oh a animals animals wild shipping companions i think are important i'm scared to brainstorm more because we're going to come up with even more banger ideas and it's going to be harder for us to uh You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like those are all pretty big 
Those are like the biggest druid, classic druid stuff. Not classic druid as in D&D druid, but like... Classic druid, druid. as in like earth. Like earth druid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that like pagan kind of deal, I feel, you know, all that kind of stuff I feel like is all this. Uh... And this is a lot. And also, it all seems like a lot of options. Like runes... Sounds like a lot of options. Curses, options. Focuses, options. Potions, a lot of options. You know what I mean? They all seem like very customizable things, which is good. We love customizability here in the Academy, but I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, all right. I yeah. think we combine, instead of like this runes and curses thing, we have like this like blessings and curses thing. Or like. I like the runes though. I know, charms, I like charms. the Charms. charms. Yeah, because, like, you know, charms is like giving them the necklace with the rune that wards off evil spirits and stuff, yes, you know what yes. I mean? Whereas curses is more like, I curse your household. <laughs> Whatever. A curse on both your houses. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 this is all good. What was I going to say? I was going to say something super profound. Um, nope. I'm losing it. Nope, okay. I'm losing it. It was gonna be super crazy. <laughs> super crazy and profound. Yeah. Alright, let's, okay. let's start on something. Let's start on something. Let's get something down. We can work let's off get that. something! God forbid. <laughs> okay, All right. okay. First level. Okay, okay. Spell casting. No. I disagree. No, I'm saying, like, from, like, the base class. Like, what do we change? <laughs> Starting from first level. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I, okay. For, okay. What? Okay. <clears throat> My mind is all over the place right now. I think we should move spellcasting to at least second level, if not third. Okay. I'm down. Um, obviously, your subclass is at first level because we're not horrible people. <laughs> um... I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. And I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. What if? That's okay. this whole that's this whole episode is this, Okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What if leveled spells were like a subclass thing, but cantrips and we can add like can like certain abilities like tone down druid spells into cantrips? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just have cantrips as a universal druid thing. Okay. Or... Okay. Or... Yeah. Or... Maybe the other way around. Does that make sense? Cantrips are a subclass thing? Yes. Yeah. Because I, I actually yeah, kind of like the idea of like There's a siren in my background. Limited resources ties better into this shamanistic Jew at the building. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Sorry, there's like really loud sirens uh, in my background, so I apologize. Can you just tell them to stop? I've tried before, but they just can't hear me. It's like they're trying to save people's lives or whatever. 
I'm like, well, I'm trying to record what, a podcast that like do? 30 people listen to. So, okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Why? sure. That's fine. I'm okay with uh, with all of this here. Let me expand this uh, table out to the edges of the dock so it's, we have more room. Let's try this again. Proficiency right. but whoa. Wh why? <laughs> he keeps on doing this. I don't know why. Wait, okay, add, add another one. Wait. There we go. Add now it's in the right place. There we go. Okay. There we go. Wait, sorry. What is the base class ability? The cantrips or the? Oh no 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 no! Wait, spellcasting table. Oh, flip. I... We have to fit a spellcasting table on this. <laughs> <laughs> or we just make a different table somewhere else. Yeah yeah yeah. Just yeah, we'll just make a different table. All right. So limited. Leveled spellcasting, space class feature, starting at second or third second. level. I'm just trying to get it back to the way it was. Oh. Right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? No. Oh, Why don't, there. revolution idea, we just control Z until it looks good? That's what I was doing. But, uh... There we go. We're all good. Ah, oh. nice. Hee 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 hee. Ho 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 ho. Okay. Spellcasting, let's put it in a second level. Alright. Because um, that is more of a minor feature now. Yes. It, it's still like pretty important, but it is more minor now. Um, so let me move that to second level. Um, okay, I think we should put this focus thing at first level. Uh, yes. I, my, kind of my concept is, like, you have one focus that you're attuned to, kind of like a magic item. Choose this focus. It's like one of those things where, like, you build it at first level, and then if it ever gets destroyed, you can always build another one, blah, 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 by yeah, expanding, yeah, yeah, yeah. meditating for four hours or whatever the heck. And I think what would be really cool is you have material and type, and you combine both benefits together. Okay. So, like, material, there's, like, oak, mistletoe, bone, and then in type, it's, like, staff, wand, circlet, something like that. So you choose one of each, you combine them together, and that's your focus. I think that's pretty cool. I don't want to add a gazillion types or whatever to make it super complex. Maybe only three or four of each. Just a little cool customizable thing. Okay, okay. I've, I've got a really good idea. Yeah. But it might be a little bit too much i could tell by your voice i could tell by your voice okay what is it you're talking about like oh like, you know combine like a material and like a type yeah and you know sometimes they're gonna like break and you can like remake them yeah but i was thinking okay <laughs> I'm more along this lines you know because like the like the spell casting like focuses like don't really like matter for like any class 
in here. You know, you're yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I, yeah. I chose a components pouch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you don't think uh-huh. about it for the rest of the game. And I like sure. this idea of like thinking about like the focus that you're using, because yeah. also that opens up interesting, uh, like flavor opportunities during combat. So I was thinking about like different types of focuses and what they could do. You know, like, uh, what could the the different focuses provide? And I realized that mm-hmm. maybe we have like a different type of material based on like what type, what things you could like find. You know, like different like potions based on what environment you're in. Sure. Yeah. What if they? What if their focuses had like limited uses? Okay. Mm-hmm. And hear me out on this, based on either what type or what material, you get access to different spells. Wow. Because I think the idea of like what, what, what material that you have, which you have access to based on your surroundings, giving you access Dude. to different spells, Dude. it, it just enhances so like, the good. connection to the nature that you have Dude. around you. <laughs> This is so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> okay, so here is what we do. This is crazy, okay? We're gonna combine all of this now. Okay. The f- thing you get at first level, this feature, is basically this terrain slash biome feature, okay? Yes. Later on, whatever levels you're going to get, the alchemy or the focus, whatever whatever thing you're going to get at those levels, maybe at your subclass will also, whatever. Those just have, like, ties to the terrain. This is, I'm not explaining this correctly. Okay. So we have this terrain feature, okay? Yeah. Where we break down the six terrains or whatever. For each of them, we list out, like... Materials, okay? Yes. Oak, bone, whatever is pre- like pre- prevalent, prevalent in that do- that thing. Now, when you gain the focus feature, it describes, hey, after you've used your last focus, it loses its power, and then during the next long rest, you can build the new focus. But of course, you can only build it from the things around you, so when you... Th- th- when you build it, it has to be based on, like, the materials in that environment, right? Yes. Which is already a part of that, that terrain feature. Mm-hmm. It describes mm-hmm. what materials are in each environment. When the alchemy thing comes around, it's like, every long rest, you can build some potions based on your environment. And, like, potions each need a number of materials. Just, just You just need the materials in the region. Yes. So let's say, like, a healing potion needs, I don't know, like, some certain, like, mushrooms and crystals or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and so if your environment has both those materials, you can prepare that potion during the long rest. Does that make sense? Yes. So we have this, like, master table and other, like, with this terrain feature and other features that you'll get, maybe even from subclass and stuff, will just reference this table and use from it yes okay i have both a gripe and a thing that i love about this mm-hmm. the gripe is that 
oh, now we have to write out all these different types of materials based on yeah the terrain. That can be a lot of I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be too crazy, but yes. The thing I love about it is that having, like, actually, like, putting down these actual different types of materials that you can actually find in these different places involves the player in the world and the nature of the world so much more than just, oh, I'm in the desert, so I make a desert focus. You know, I'm in the desert, so I make a desert potion. Yeah. They're thinking about the actual materials, which just grounds the character more. You know, I'm, oh, I think it's really cool that I can find these mushrooms in this forest thing. You know? Yeah. And, and we're not making it too complex. You're not keeping track of the materials that you're collecting or anything. It's just, you just reference the table in the moment. We're taking a long rest. I'm going to prepare my potions. We're in the mountains. I look at the mountain thing. These are the five materials you can find in the mountains. I go find the potions that I want to make. They require the materials that I have access to. That's good. I, I make them. Right? Like, you don't have to... It's not too crazy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we don't have to go super detailed in this either. Alright. Okay. Remember that YouTube channel I shared with you a while ago? Monarch's Factory, it's called. Yes, yes, yes. Like, Dale Kingsman or whatever. So, yes. she created this document somewhere here of... On a video about foraging, crafting poisons, and medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share it with you. And it has a bunch of things I think we can use. Create. Because, like, for based on your different type of terrain, what you have available to you. And she even wow. went as far as okay. I think. Wait. Yeah, mapping all the effects, the different appearances, the names. What you need, yeah, yeah. And, like, and like we're not even gonna, but we're not even gonna have you like roll to make the potions or anything. All right, we keep it as simple as possible while also making it cool. Okay, <laughs> let me take a look at this. It's this thing. Everything's taking a really long time to load. Okay, here we go. Oh, and it's also based on the time of the year? Yes. Wow. Yeah. A, a lot. There's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, though. It's cool. Also, okay, okay. I... I yeah. We're going to have to end up cutting down this recording because it's already 51 minutes and we haven't written down I know, I know. Yet. Okay, okay, no, 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 here's what I was going to say, what I was going to say. I was about to comment that we're almost an hour in and, like, literally haven't written anything down <laughs> yet. I mean, I think this has been all interesting. I think we can keep this all in the episode or whatever. I say, we can't, we have an idea. I feel like we have a direction here. Yes. There's a lot of nitty gritty now that we have to get into. So then I, I think we stop recording, and then we'll record a bit after we've basically finished. Just quickly, we're not going to go over all the details, quickly going over everything. If you want the details, you can look at the document that we kind of came up with and stuff. All right. Does that make sense? Yes. So we, we'll, just, we'll just hard cut to us saying, hey, welcome back. This is the stuff that we had come up with.
Agreed. Okay. All right. See you in a second. <laughs> see you soon. Okay, guys. Welcome back. It has Part been two like of this. Twenty-four hours. Um, and we are not done. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of that is due to the fact that I slept like twelve of those hours. The other part is due to the fact that we're basically just creating a whole new class with so many different things to create. Yeah. So, and... so here's the here's the thing. We're not gonna go over everything. Um, if you do have access to the document from our Discord, if you're listening to it the day this episode is coming out, or like a couple days after maybe, it will still probably be unfinished. It may take us a while to actually finish this. This was not a class rebuild, this was a class build. <laughs> uh, we went way too overboard with this one, we definitely learned a lesson, we're not going to do this again. <laughs> but we basically made a new class. Um... It's pretty unique, unlike anything I've ever seen before. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty different. Pretty different. Got a lot of things going on here. It's exciting, but a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's just uh, kind of go over what we've done, uh, kind of what we decided on and stuff. Um, and, uh, then if you have access to the document, you can deep dive into all the little details. I assume we'll also put this up on Reddit because, like, we've worked really hard on it, so <laughs> maybe we'll, we can, we can, uh, get some traction on it as well, um, there. But, yeah. um... So, I... Some background information here. I just woke up from sleeping for, like, 12 hours because I didn't really sleep the night before, and Shiloh yeah. did a lot of things that I haven't really gone through, so we're going to be going yeah. through what Shiloh has worked I, on since. Yeah, yeah. I've been working on it for like four hours today. <laughs> um, but we did a lot of work yesterday after we true. stopped recording. Um, so I kind of dive into the nitty-gritty, whereas we did a lot of the, the general uh, work yesterday so that, that Gabe is familiar with. So Gabe, let's jump into kind of what we decided upon generally. Uh, yeah. All right. So... We had so many ideas floating around. So Interesting many. ideas, things we could do. We generally decided upon making the Druid a support class that isn't, at least in the base class, focused on spellcasting. Yep. Instead, they have some things called charms, which we'll get into a little bit later. They have different, also many different abilities that have that change based on what sort of biome you're in. We have like potions that you can make, wards that you can make and give to people. There's a lot going on here. There is a lot going on. Um, it is pretty detailed. There's a lot of nitty gritty. There's a lot of options and stuff like that. Um, definitely like the most customizable class, <laughs> D&D class that I've ever seen. Um... So yeah, so first level, you get the dru druidic, the druidic language thing that you get at first level in, in the player's handbook class. Because why not? That's cool. Uh, we'll keep that. You also get charms, which we'll get into, which is kind of like your... God, not spellcasting. You'll see. <laughs> kind of like spellcasting. 
It's kind of like what you're going to be doing during combat, that or attacking with weapons. Um, we've kept all the druid like proficiencies and hit dice and stuff all the same as the base class. So uh, just like regular druids, sometimes like there is definitely always the option of hitting people with sticks or whatever. <laughs> um, and also, first level, you choose your subclass. Yep. Because um, that's just the thing that we like. Yeah. Second <laughs> level, you get access to the biomes feature, which isn't really a feature. Well, it is, but it doesn't give you anything. We'll get into it. And the shamanistic focus feature. Third level, you gain the hermetics feature. Fourth is ASI. Fifth, you gain the wards feature. And then from then on, it's just uh, ability score improvements or improvements on charms. Shamanistic Focus, or Hermetics, or a Druidic Clan, which is the subclass uh, feature. Yes. Alright, so I think we should start up at the top here, I think. With Charms. So, alright. Okay. Yeah, the Charms. They have, okay. The way that Charms work is you like choose one, they have like prerequisites, that just like uh, Eldritch Invocations, like, oh... I have to be a fifth level to take this or whatever. A range, then both a blessing and a curse. So for each one that you choose, you can have something that you can do to like help an ally, help yourself, do something good, or like a curse, like have them take damage or the opposite effect of the blessing, so to say. Yeah. Yeah, so each charm is made up of a positive blessing and a negative curse. These go hand in hand. This is a little confusing, not sure if I still worded this correctly. I, a lot was on my mind, but let me kind of read this out, see if this makes sense. Uh, first of all, you can only charm creatures that are currently not under the effect of a charm, so that's fine. Whenever you use a charm, you choose to either enact its blessing or curse effect on the target. When one effect ends, the target is then affected by the other. For example, if you bless an ally, they are affected by the blessing only as long as the duration, after which they become affected by the curse, and vice versa. If both effects are instantaneous, they immediately take effect one after the other. Once a character has been affected by both the blessing and then the curse, or the curse and then the blessing, the charm no longer affects them until you choose to target them again. You can target yourself with the charm unless otherwise stated. And if it requires an attack roll, it's uh, 8 plus your proficiency plus your wisdom. And if it's a DC, it's your... Oh, sorry, that should that's the DC. If it's an attack... It's your proficiency plus your wisdom. If it's a DC, it's 8 plus your proficiency plus your wisdom. Just like a spell attack modifier spell save DC. Yes. Um, you, get, you can choose 3 to know at first level, and you can choose 2 more at 5th, 2 more at 11th, and 2 more at 17th. Um, and they are also split up. They have prerequisites based on level. So, like, you also can't choose some until you get to 5th, 11th, or 17th level. All right. All so, right. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Already, uh, I'm thinking of problems with this. Yeah, there are, there's so many problems. I feel like this kind of is broken. No, not broken in like a good way. Like just broken. You'll see. We're so, this is such a weird thing, but we'll mm -hmm. figure this out. Starting off at the first one. Or yeah, health first slash one. Slash harm. Don't talk about the first one. Heal. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, let's talk about the second one real quick. This is more of a basic, this is a really good, like, basic example. All right, okay, Fortune it's and Peril. Fortune slash Peril. 
you can take this at first level. It's a bonus action. The range is 30 feet. The target gains advantage on the next attack roll they make before the end of their next turn. And the curse is that the target gains disadvantage on the next attack roll they make before the end of their next turn. So this is pretty simplistic. You bless your friend. The next attack they make gains advantage. After that happens, then the next attack they gain gains disadvantage. And you can do it vice versa if you want to curse the enemy with disadvantage first and then advantage. Um, it's a pretty basic example of what this system is. Now, there is no limit to the amount of times you can charm people. There's not like spell slots or anything. You can do this as much as you want. The balance comes in both the blessing and the curse. Does that make sense? Alright. Now, I do have ones that do heal and damage, but I think I'm going to remove those. That's just because they're confusing. And also because other things will do that probably with like potions and stuff. Go ahead. The problem with this is that mathematically I don't think you ever use the curse because okay here's the thing with disadvantage they have a higher chance of failing you know and if you aren't like using the critical fumbles variant rule whatever then mm -hmm. that's the only p outcome that you want you know you just want them to fail yeah correct but if they have an advantage they have a higher chance of critting if you roll a natural 20, you crit with an attack roll. If you roll a natural 1, you automatically miss with an attack roll. Yes, but I'm saying, like, there's a better effect. Like, if you're trying, if you're making them roll a disadvantage, yeah. the only thing you're trying to get is for them to fail. You know? Sure. But if someone's rolling with advantage, they have a higher chance of critting and dealing double damage. Yes. So I don't think that's a worthy trade-off to... Give someone disadvantage on one attack, and then you get advantage on the next? Okay, well, we could change that, but, I mean, to me, that's kind of the point. Like, there's another one that does saving throws. And, like, the saving throw is, like, if you you do it to them to get disadvantage, and then your friend, like, spell cast something on them or whatever. And even though they're going to get advantage on the next one or whatever, like... Do you know what I mean? Actually, I might need to change that one. Okay, there's a lot of broken stuff here. I burned through i just try to get like ideas done technically but yeah i yeah I, I i hear you out and like we can definitely mess with these all right we have so many here uh there's no way we get through all of them and we're gonna have to rework a lot of them probably oh yeah oh definitely <laughs> definitely but just um, to give you an idea of how the system works yeah so this one uh it's actually it's actually much harder to come up with these than you would think <laughs> come up with like an equal blessing curse kind of deal this one is weird because you like never really are going to use this curse it's kind of just like for the opposite um just for like to balance out whenever you use the blessing but this is like the con i like this concept this one i've called enthrall slash repel takes an action 60 feet you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at the target for one minute basically like the spell friends and then the curse is you have disadvantage on all charisma checks directed at the target for one minute. So, of course, you'd never really do this curse side. Um, because why would you want disadvantage on charisma checks? Um, but, uh, you know, does that, uh, like, it's to balance out the first one. But, like, I, in my mind, like, that's the point of, like, these charms and stuff is, like, the concept is, you know, like, you're charming people to fall in love with you or to slip up. Or to have bad luck or whatever it is, right? Like no, 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 that's no, 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 kind right. of the concept. Here, here's how you use the repel side. Yeah. 
you're trying to get someone to fail on banishment. I guess. To combo with something else, you know? Wait, what, what do you mean? You're trying to get them to fail the charisma saving throw. Against being banished. Oh. Okay, I don't get what you're saying. Oh, it's Christmas checks on saving throws. I'm done. And and you have it, not them. We can fix that. But the point that's like that that's like kind of like the idea. Basically, I would, I just had to write something down for like my idea. Um. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff like. Um, being able to understand all languages and the curses you can't understand, like any languages, or um, kind of like haste and slow kind of a deal, but not that intense. Um, stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... Okay. I know you're just trying to get ideas down. I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm just saying, like, with the... Uh... The brilliant slash dumb one where you can speak all and read all languages where the person can't is unable to understand read write or speak any language for one minute i'm pretty sure that means you can't cast a spell with the verbal component oh because you can't like speak any language yeah there. yeah that's that would make that pretty good then. Too good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So obviously there's a lot of stuff here uh, that we have to fix or whatever. But like, right. and like this one, I have no idea how to do this one. But like, this one was lust slash hate, and it's kind of like I like you can kind of like if they fail a save, like you can make them like become like obsessed with like finding something or like trying to woo woo it or like hate something or whatever. Like you know that kind of stuff. I feel like is um. The charm, like, that's, like, the concept, you know what I mean? Go ahead, what were you going to say? I was going to say that if you want to look through all of these, we're going to have them up in the document on the Discord eventually. So, you can wait around to see them all there. I think we should probably move on to the Shamanistic Focus as your second level ability. Along with yeah, the so what, why, don't you, why don't you kind of talk about Biomes and Shamanistic Focuses? This is second level stuff. All right. So an idea that we had was to really tie the druid down to the environment, you know? Obviously, druids, tree huggers, you know, go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to tie them further to the biomes that they're in, specifically that they're in currently whenever they're getting up from a long rest, whenever they're getting ready to go adventuring. We wanted to make sure that each biome provided different benefits or different options for your druid. So we concocted up three different biomes. Coast, mountain, woodland, subterranean, desert, and tundra. We have brief descriptions. Then we go into, with the shamanistic focus ability, which you get at second level, we go into how you can make a shamanistic focus, like a, like a spellcasting focus, essentially. Kind of like that. And this focus provides both a passive focus which is determined by whether you're creating like a wand, a staff, a circlet, or an amulet. And then a benefit or an ability that you can use as an action or as a bonus action. 
and then once you do that, the focus is destroyed. But that active ability is determined by what environment you're in. We reason well, that as not like, exactly not exactly the one you're in, but the one that you build it in. You, one that you build it in. Thank you. Yes, because based on what environment you're in, what biome you're in, you're gonna have different resources at your disposal. So if you're near the coast, then you're gonna have different things than if you're in the jungle or jungle, which would be a woodland area. Yeah. So, so we have for, these different yeah. aspects that you create if you're creating a coastal staff or say a woodland circlet, all these different yeah. things. So for example, uh, in the woodland, you can use your focus to cast bark skin, but after you do like after you do it, that focus is destroyed. If you're in the subterranean, if you built it in a subterranean environment as an action, you can cast past that a trace with the focus, but then it's destroyed. And then, like the type, say it is a circlet, the duration of the spell you cast with your focus is doubled. Or if it's a wand, you can deal additional damage equal to your wisdom modifier whenever you deal damage with a spell or a charm. So, like stuff like that, the type is like a passive effect, and then based on the biome that you build it in, that gives you an activated effect. So then whenever you finish long rest, you can build one of these focuses for yourself. And the like the type is up to your up to you, the wand, staff, circular amulet, but the uh, the the activated effect is based on the biome that you're building it in. So we thought that was kind of like a cool concept. I think we talked about that before. Um about like combining these two things. Um to like make your a unique kind of focus. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool, pretty unique. I have one problem with the addition here, because I hadn't really thought of how you upgraded this at further levels, and I just kind of got it down on the page and left it. Yeah. Was that, we have it listed here, it's like, oh, you can use your focus to cast a spell as a second level spell with the wisdom spellcasting as your ability modifier. After doing so, the focus is destroyed. And then at higher levels, you cast it as a higher level spell. The problem with that is the spells that we have listed here as the effects... Not all of them change as you level yeah. them up. Yeah. And, and also not all of them, like, deal damage or whatever. Yes. I think so, perhaps mm -hmm. like a better solution would be to allow, like, you can use it twice before it's destroyed. Yeah. that That's also fine. And then you can use it three times, whatever. I just thought, like, some of these spells do not become very useful if you just stay at, like, second level. Or whatever. Like, Armor of Agathis, like, does not become useful at higher levels if you just keep casting a second level spell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have to Anywho. figure it out. Yeah. Also, the amulet might be too good. It, it's fine. All just things just getting down on the page. So <laughs> that's that. At third level, you have Hermetics, which we still have to kind of figure out. Ah. <clears throat> First of all, you need to have an herbalism kit and be proficient with it. Um, which you become, you become proficient, proficient with herbalism kits just straight off the bat from being a druid. But after you finish your long rest, you can prepare a number of hermetic potions equal to your wisdom modifier. Um, but you can only prepare potions listed under the biome you are in. So we go back to biomes. So let's, for example, say you're in the mountains. There's a list of potions you can build, you can make if you're in the mountains. So any other potions you can't make unless it's listed under the biome you're in. Pretty self-explanatory. The potency of these potions lasts, or their effects only last for 24 hours. Um, 
So basically from for like a day, from long rest to long rest, essentially. Um, and then our homebrew potion rules, bonus action to drink a potion, an action to administer it to another creature. Yep. Pretty simple. In that part, we still have to map out what these elixirs and drafts are exactly for each different biome. But that's the idea. I know this is a lot. It's, it's, it's quite a lot. And we haven't even gotten into the subclasses at all, which we still have to map out for the most part. So, three sort of subclasses they've settled on for now. One is like an oracle type, you know, they're using like augury kind of things to divine the future. I think that's a very interesting thing that is typical for druids and shamans in our own history. I think that's pretty cool. Then we have the beast speakers, the working name right now. You know, animal companions, talk to animals, that kind of stuff. Then we have some sort of spirit warrior, magus type thing where they use their powers that they get through nature to be better in battle, martially. Thank you for watch or listening. Not even watching. Thank you for listening. Check out the document. There's going to be a lot of changes. We'll probably update you guys somehow sometime about the progress on it. Keep an eye out for that. Alright, bye.